It's been a challenging year for pork. The National Pork Producers Council says input costs were up about 60% from where they were three years ago, and the price of pork isn't supporting that. Unfortunately, the challenges don't stop there. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, visiting with Scott Hayes. He's the president of the National Pork Producers Council. He tells me that patchwork regulations around the country are a growing issue. California's Proposition 12 is an example of how a state was successful in passing a rule that requires farmers to meet more stringent regulations in order to sell their product in that state. Prop 12 went into effect on July 1st, and that means if producers want to sell to the California market, they have to comply. Scott Hayes says California is just the beginning. More states are considering similar action. He gives us a view from the farm gate about what it means for pork producers. Producers have, have uh, I think, a tough choice to make. You know, do, do you uh, raise pork for California? Do you raise pork for Massachusetts? Or do you raise pork for everyone else? On my farm in particular, I can talk about that. We've chose not to produce for one of these smaller markets. Uh, we, don't, uh, we don't agree with the standards they've set. It's, it's not a higher standard, as they talk about. It's just a different standard. And, and so part of my concern for, for my, my farm was if I comply with this standard and you know, spend the, the, the enormous amount of capital it takes to do that, then if they move the goalposts, then where do I go? Do I do I try to go back and and produce for everyone, or do I spend more money and try to try to continue down that path? Uh, so pork producers, we've been we're we're still fighting Prop 12 type legislation because it just doesn't make sense to create all these micro markets. There are several different commodities impacted by Proposition 12, and as you said room for them to move the goalpost. And that's the history. You know, this is the the second proposition out of California. The first one set a standard, and it was about six years before they implemented push prop 12. Well, you don't pay for those improvements in the farm in six years. California has, you know, they started something that now other states are looking to adopt, specifically Massachusetts, correct? Yeah, Massachusetts has done something similar to Prop 12, but it's not the same. So today, you could produce pigs from Massachusetts that can't be sold into California. So that that's the concern, is these states try to tell producers how to produce pigs, which seems crazy. You know, the producers and, and the veterinarians are the experts in, in producing pigs, not activists in these states. But as they do that, they're, they're creating these micro-markets. The National Pork Producers Council, you're trying to stop this from continuing to other states and other commodities. Certainly, there's no science in, in this standard that they set. We don't know where they got their numbers, how they, how they derived it, and what they did. So, yeah, they, they, can, they can push this on to anyone. You know, we've seen it with the auto industry, you know, I'm sure. And, and they're, they're changing that standard as well, right, on, on what kind of vehicle you can drive in California. But they, what the Supreme Court has done is they've opened that up for any state to do that. So, yeah, this, this could go far beyond ag. It, it will go beyond pork uh, and, and possibly could go beyond ag. Do you hear any inklings of other states thinking about doing something similar to either California or Massachusetts or creating, again, their own spin on it? There's talk in other states. Uh, the only state that, that is 
move forward is, is New York. They're, they're considering something in their state legislature. I would encourage any states that's thinking about this to uh, give it some time to be implemented in California. I don't think they're going to like what they see. Preliminary numbers coming out of California, uh, the, the cuts that, are, that, are, that fall under Prop 12, the price of those are up 27%, while the uh, price for those same cuts in the rest of the country are down about 2%. So, you know, not only causing some supply issues, but, but definitely causing price increases. And what's aggravating to me, and, and I think pork producers all over the country, is the people that get hurt the most are, are low-income children, and they need the product the most. They need a high-quality protein source. They're growing, they're developing. And it's not only the protein, it's the vitamins and minerals. It's really hard to get any other place than in meat. The impact of these types of regulations it hurts a farmer because of the potential investments they have to make to sell their product, and it hurts the end user because they would be paying a higher higher dollar for those goods. What about in between the supply chain? Do processors have to now have, uh, this is Prop 12 compliant, this isn't? How do logistics change along the supply chain because of regulations like this? Yeah, so the processors are faced with that with segregation of, of product and which adds cost it just and and there's no reason to add cost the product whether it comes out of a prop 12 compliant building or a non prop 12 compliant building is the same product but and we're just adding cost to consumers is all we're doing and it's and as i said it's not a higher standard it's just a different standard Wisconsin got a lot of meat processing grants after COVID when they realized that we needed to bolster our supply chain. Now, those meat grants have been spent on facilities that may not be able to accommodate Prop 12 products. So are you seeing an issue there as well? I know other states probably made investments too in their meat processors. That could certainly be an issue. So you have these small processors that that have, have a lot on their mind, a lot going on. And now you know, if they get a, a an internet order or a mail order, they have to look at the at the address and determine whether or not that product is compliant to go into that state or into that market. And and uh, you know, it, it's bad enough with two states doing that. But if, as we get more and more states that consider that, you know, that's that's uh, adds cost to them as well. So Scott, give me a status report then. You've been working on trying to explain to Congress that this shouldn't happen. What's the response you're getting from from higher up? Are they going to make changes? There's some folks in Congress that that certainly understand the issue. You know, when you look back at the the court ruling, the Supreme Court understands the issue. They said this is a problem. They just didn't think it was their problem. They think it's Congress's problem. And and so we have folks in in Congress that do agree with that. Uh, uh, The Farm Bill we felt like was was the best vehicle to to get something done on prop 12 unfortunately it looks like we're going to push that back to september of next year before we get a farm bill which causes uh more problems than than just a fix on prop 12 but certainly uh exaggerates that problem as well scott hayes is the president of the national pork producers council speaking to the effect that proposition 12 is having on pork farmers Prop 12 is a California regulation that requires meat and egg products meet certain farming requirements in order to be sold in their state. 
The Wisconsin Pork Association says California consumes about 15% of U.S. pork. The modifications required to meet that market could cost thousands per sow. Prop 12 went into effect on July 1st, and as we heard from Scott Hayes, it has started a buzz among other states who may look to pass their own unique regulations. Massachusetts and New York are two examples. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.